the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now at 106, you're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. This portion of program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery. Stop it and see them. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Delicious food, full bar, lodge dining area. They're waiting for you at the Lodge in Lincoln. Well, right now it's 106, and I want to just go through some of the headlines of the day. Uh, first of all, Lieutenant Governor Matos apparently still has COVID, so she's still not working. The McKee administration is in free fall right now. I'm also saying, though, France is relaxing things. Uh, UK is resisting new measures. Israel reopens to foreigners. Folks, this thing could leave very, very quickly. Right now, it's definitely a problem. I mean, without question. Right now, it is um, it is a um, it, it, it is a major problem because of people testing positive. And on top of that, um, the, this whole situation with the shortage of staffing in the hospitals. How bad is the, the staffing shortage right now in the, in the hospitals? Uh, Governor McKee, they, they're allowing people that have had COVID to go back into work in some of the healthcare settings. That that makes no sense that these are the people, right? This whole thing, what was this all about? This was about they they fired all the frontline workers that would not um that wouldn't get the vaccine. And and now employees with COVID can work after Rhode Island Hospital declares a crisis. I don't this is a complete reversal to what Governor McKee initially had had said. And the story is fast developing. You know, as you think of it, now Governor McKee, he's going to deliver his state of the state. I'm not sure when that's going to be. He also, since we're speaking of Governor McKee, he also still hasn't hasn't announced that he's running for governor yet. He, he waited too long to do that. Um, so, but I, there's a lot of reporting that's going on right now. Now, as you know, like Johnston, they let, um, see, this type of stuff is ridiculous. Protesters shout over swearing in a Boston City Council. I, you know, all, all of these people that, the, the, these protesters, how about the way the media is turning this Thursday? What Thursday is going to be is they're jump-starting the 2022 midterms. That's what it is. All right. The state-run hospital system in a private nursing home in Coventry have been using staff who recently tested positive for COVID and didn't have any symptoms, although neither is still at that level as of Monday. So COVID-positive employees allowed to work at Rhode Island State-run hospital. Does that make sense to any? Anybody? I thought he fired. Uh, that was the argument of a lot of the people that were the frontline workers that said, I already had COVID. I don't want it. I don't need to get the vaccine. I want to use my natural immunity. No, you must get the vaccine. Um, all right. Let me also just um, check. Obviously, folks, we've been talking about the tragic, terrible situation for poor Lydia Olivia, 17 years old, who was killed on the roads on, well, it was, it was one hour into the new year when she lost her life from someone who, I don't, shouldn't have been behind the wheel. You know, they, they do nothing to discourage these individuals. They just seemingly make the state more dangerous, not safer, more dangerous. All right, it's 110. I want to remind you about our friends at JKL Engineering. Folks, remember, call JKL today. Reduce your oil bill 
by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. It's J.K.L. Engineering, 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. They can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates on the market. Call J.K.L. Engineering today, 401-351-7600. The buildup. For Thursday is uh, is just I believe it's it's totally out of control. But let me um, see some of the latest headlines now. Flight mares continue. Thousands stranded. New York police having trouble covering shifts. Data southeast poised for a big surge of COVID. Cases soared to new records in the USA. Mixture of flu dubbed Florona. I haven't heard that before. So they're saying Omicron and the flu is Florona. Man, uh, oh, okay. Death threats over Vax Pass. How about, I don't understand these people with the fake Vax Pass. Um, Medical Journal, end of pandemic won't be televised. Omicron clouds future forecasts. Microchip developer says there's no stopping rollout. So, there are, uh, and also, how about the two twins born in different years? One was born um, right before midnight, and then the other one was born right after midnight. Yellowstone, huge hit that started with small town fans. You know, I thought the season finale last night was pretty disappointing, my opinion. So, but folks, this situation with the poor girl, Olivia, and the family, by the way, I think that's important to point out as well. So glad we had the cousin on um, because that that is that is really what happens. It's not just it's not just her life that was taken. It was it's it's basically you you take, you know, you affect and hurt the whole family. I mean, that's that's really what happens. And that is what happened. But I am. um as I've said, I am tired of and don't understand the direction of the state right now where um, it's just um, I don't understand the priorities of our state leaders. I just don't. They're, they're not the priorities for us. As I say, it, and I know some the McKee people don't like it, but it, it, it's as if, you know, everything is like a third world. There, there's nothing for, we, we were the, where were the police? Where were the police that night? Why weren't they on the roads? Why was this guy going 100 miles an hour? Um, why was he even out driving on the road, by the way? I, I don't. The, the, the inmates are running the asylum. We know why it is, though. It's on a national basis, right? They're, they're running the Biden administration over a cliff. And, um, oh, I see. Well, I'm getting more information now about the driver with his, uh, let me pull this up. He's got a dispute going right now with, um, I love these people getting... These people that get all upset <laughs> because of um, because the you know all the drama leading up to January sixth. So state COVID testing continues to be a challenge in Rhode Island. All right, let me see if I can find the latest now on this dirtbag. Do I really have to say his name? I don't want people to confuse who I'm talking about. The driver who fled, the runner. Let's see. Um, I agree. Who, who in the AG's office agreed to the lack of prison time? I, I, I don't understand. Good question. Very good question, as a matter of fact. Well, I, somebody did. So this is either the state police and Narona have a lot to answer for. Oh, there she is. India Everett. She's the baby mama. She has an open case with family court between the two of them. What a prize 
Boy, how did she land such a winner? Let me see if there's any photos of him. Can you imagine? The, the yeah, I'll say it. I, 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 yep, there she is. Oh, what a shock. She's single. Bet a lot of guys want to scoop her up. Yeah, she only had the kids with him. Oh, so are those his kids that he left behind or he's leaving behind? I bet he was a great father. Yeah. India Everett. You must be so proud. Boy, you know how to pick him, honey. <clears throat> Not easy to find a guy like that. What a complete zero. See, that's the thing. That is the part. That is just, you know, brutal to have to deal with. And this family is going to have to deal with the likes of him. They're going to have to, you know, they're going to have to go to court. And they're going to have to hope that there's going to be justice served here. But I come back to what about, you know, the whole focus of like Crossroads, Rhode Island has to stop running the state. Like, what, what is this? Oh, well, we've decided we're going to put them at the Nilo Hotel. And that the mayor of Warwick should go over and be like, that's it. You're all out. I've had it. Everybody out. Scram. Beat it. Yeah, what a winner. Oh, my God. Talking about the. Um, oh. Yep. All right, let me stay on track here. Yeah, folks, it's 117. I wish I had better news, but we don't. And everybody is just rattled. But I come back to, I just don't understand why this guy was on the road. Why wasn't he locked up more? Who let him go? You know, actually, folks, and again, good afternoon. Right now at 118, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. I want to wish a happy new year to JR. Um, but folks, I you know, as many of you know, right? I, I, I got well, I don't want to get into it, my own thing. But I anyone that's dealt with the criminal justice system in Rhode Island is broken. And anyone that tries to deal within the criminal justice system of the state, you just you end up disappointed because it falls so far short. In in many ways, I mean I know people don't want to see that, but it, it's it's a rigged game. Uh, all benefits go to the criminals. And as I've mentioned, um, <laughs> this is comical. Providence Councilman Carr ransacked, man arrested. <laughs> there was a time they used to hesitate breaking into something like that. Oh, Michael Correa ransacked. Well, Ward 6, Manton Avenue, of course. But the, the, the priorities of the state have to change. And where is, you know what Rhode Island is lacking at 119, hear me out. The state is lacking a leader who's going to do what's right for all of the people, not just the selected chosen few. And I'll say this about, you know, at the press briefing last week, Mayor Baldelli Hunt, she was better than anyone, anyone else that McKee had. Governor McKee, he, he, he made a mistake in not, she at one point, um, I think put out the idea that she would maybe be interested in uh, running or being the lieutenant governor. But then he made it very clear that he was going to totally make a political decision, trying to get the Latino vote, and he picked Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos. Now, again, I recognize, you know, it all falls on Governor McKee. But here's the part. That was very telling. It wasn't, I want to choose someone that's going to help families. It wasn't, I want to choose someone that's going to bring law and order. It was, I'm going to choose someone that's going to help me get the Latino vote for the September primary. Period. End of story. No one's going to tell me differently. That's what it was all about. That's what it's all been about this entire time. That's all the governor and his al. That's all they care about. But that doesn't help you. This is just rotten. I, I can't believe the COVID situation. 
And as I said last week, for the life of me, I, I don't know why he keeps, Governor McKee keeps saying that the state is number one in the country in testing. I don't even know what that means. Rhode Island State Police arrest man who fled crash to kill teenager. Why was this guy out on the street? How about Lincoln Police investigating deadly crash? Driver took off from the scene. Seems to be a pattern. Gee, how come no one's issuing any legislation to go after that? Let's, you know, stiffen the fines. Let's have the penalties. These individuals, like that, the, the one that killed poor little Olivia, that the guy was, he, he posted, check my, my website, depetro.com. He posted, going to go out tonight, get loaded and crash my Benz into someone. Yeah, why is he even... Yep, now it begins. Pawtucket adds safe stations for those battling addiction to fire stations across the city. Wait till they open the safe injection centers. I feel terrible for that family. Oh, my God, it's just terrible. Absolutely terrible. Lines for COVID testing before heading back to school wraparound buildings. Why was the state caught so off guard by this? Why was the state caught so off guard by that? I don't understand. I don't know. And this guy shouldn't have been out. What a week this is going to be. Because the left, all they really want to do is flame up January 6th. Right? That's all it's going to be about. Now, folks, again, at 122, good afternoon on this Monday. Happy New Year, if we still say that. Um. It's the John DePietro Show on this. It's Monday. It is January 3rd. This Thursday, January 6th, uh, first of all, President Biden is having something to commemorate January 6th. And President Trump is having a big press conference. So we'll have a lot of coverage on that. But it's not your imagination. The, 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 the state officials, the Rhode Island Department of Health, have, has dropped the ball. Here's a fair question for anyone that's listening right now. Why is Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott still in charge? And my answer to that is, I don't know. As I've told you, Governor McKee had a chance this summer. He should have flushed her out. She has served her purpose. She's an activist. She has not been effective, but they kept her. And now I hear from people, well, I can't get rid of her. You know, she's a woman of color and nope, can't get rid of her, blah, blah, blah. All right, so then we're all stuck with her. Now they have people that have COVID that are now working at the hospitals. It makes no sense to me in any way. None. And now they're like rolling back on that. So let me just, um, all right, so PC, the PC Friars have now moved up to number 17. I love all these people. Uh, I love the, uh, all the, let's see, I'm ready. To, this is someone tweeting at me. I'm ready to get back, go back working as a volunteer EMT when our imbecile governor comes around and reverses these policies. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. I can't believe the situation at Eleanor Slater Hospital. I mean, that's just embarrassing. How long have we been hearing about this? We've been hearing about this for a long time. Oh, my God. And folks, they don't have any answers. How about the fact that, all right, so this is news is just in. Donald Trump Jr. and Ivanka refused to comply with subpoenas issued by the New York State Attorney General's Office, conducts a civil investigation in the way the family real estate business valued its holdings. So I'm not sure what to make of that. But this week, the goal of the, the left is to try to knock Trump out once and for all. And they're going to build up Thursday. You know, they're going to do a moment of silence. I still have the false information. Someone tweeted at me. They they beat a guard. They One cop was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. That's not true. No. 
Um, <laughs> all the unvaccinated workers have been fired. Then the COVID positive workers are all vaccinated and still got COVID. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad Fox picked that up. Um, it is a complete disaster, as a matter of fact. I, I, is McKee going to make it to February? When's his state of the state? The state of the state is basically the Titanic. Where I think, and again, folks, at 126, where I believe Governor McKee is, is going to be fortunate is I think that this latest variant is going to blow out of here. Wow, PC comes in at number 16 in the new AP poll. That's that's the highest they've been in a very, very long time. So that's where I think it's going to be a tough couple of weeks. But then it, um, I, I believe the variant, which is a problem, and the state testing has just been a wreck. Um, but I think that situation is going to straighten itself out. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show 127 is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Stop it and see them at Brood Awakenings. Discover the Brood difference. Locations in Johnston and also in Warwick and in Cranston. It's Brood Awakenings. David runs a great operation there. Uh, two in Johnston, one in Providence, 100 Westminster. Warwick, Bald Hill Road, and also Pontiac Avenue in Cranston. The fresh ingredients, cozy environment at Brood Awakenings, which is that's such a success story. I'm so so happy for them. So, so folks, right now, again, I want to just bring you the latest. Um, I am, uh, like so many others, th- this story of this little 17-year-old girl, th- this is tragic. But I come back to what, what are the real goals of the McKee administration? Because they certainly don't seem to be trying to protect families in Rhode Island. You notice that there's nothing, as I mentioned, Governor. And and you know, what's also outrageous is think of that. Governor McKee is sitting on one billion dollars, one billion dollars. What 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 does that mean? That means that on New Year's Eve, he could have paid huge overtime for state police and said, I want state police at every exit off of 95 to keep everybody safe or. I'm, what I'd really like to see is, as I mentioned, I don't know why there's nothing to cut the sales tax or tax cuts. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. Where is this story? People are losing it. Mother accused of stabbing her two children to death. Huh. What is happening? These lockdowns. Is that what it is? Is it all COVID-related? Is that what has everyone just completely losing their mind right now? All right, I want to play some sound. Johnston High School dismisses, dismisses students early. What, what, what is the problem with that? Why are these people not going back? Children belong in school. Children belong in school. What's so hard about that? How about in Chicago, those teachers unions will not go back into the classroom. We should not be surprised. Snow today disrupts afternoon and evening commute. That's very nice. Lawmakers plan to spend $119 million of Rhode Island's federal pandemic relief money. And what's this going to be on? Is this going to be on panhandlers or more on the homeless? Let's see. Uh, they've only spent 10% of it. Um Oh, yeah, child care. Yeah, because that affects everybody. No, it doesn't. $119 million that they still haven't spent yet. Good thing they're just sitting on it. Um, what, what, when are they going to start spending the money? God, this crew. Folks, why are we faced with such poor government? Good for Governor Baker, by the way. Committed to keeping schools open for in-person learning, which it should be. All right, I want to play again. I think I have the sound of um, NBC 10 did a story on on the family. So I'll play that coming up. But now, folks, on the national stage, 
right now, the the Biden situation, it's it's getting it's getting worse. You know, I also want to play. This guy, his name is Dr. Robert Malone. He was a guest on Joe Rogan. You know, he confirms what the doctor that we talked to testified. And that is that in Rhode Island, if in fact someone has a gunshot wound and they go to the hospital, they then uh, put cause of death as COVID. So this is Dr. Robert Malone. The list of a hospital administrator. But the, the numbers are quite large. There's something like a $3,000 basically death benefit to a hospital if it can be claimed to be COVID. There's a financial incentive to call somebody COVID positive. The CDC made a determination in year one. This is why all of our baseline data is junk. What is the financial incentive to say that they're COVID positive? The, That's why the PCR cycles are ramped up so high? I, the, I, I, again, you're asking causation. I, I can tell you that the hospitals receive a bonus from the government, yep. I think it's like 3,000 bucks. Yes. If someone is hospitalized and able to be declared COVID positive, they also receive a bonus. I think the total is something like 30,000 in incentive if somebody gets put on the vent. Then they get a bonus if somebody is declared dead with COVID. COVID, okay? So they have an incentive at the front end to declare somebody COVID, a COVID case. The CDC made a determination that they they were going to make a core assumption if PCR positive the, and you die, that is death due to COVID. And so the, the extreme example, just to, to show the absurdity, um, if the patient comes in with a bullet hole to the head um, and they do a nose swab and they come up PCR positive, they're determined to have died from COVID when in fact they died life? from lead poisoning. That's real? Yeah. So they've really done that with gunshot victims. I don't know about yeah, victims. yeah, for for sure. Folks, think how that that is just ridiculous. And by the way, again, that's something that we've known. They don't talk about it, but that is absolutely something that we have known. And and obviously, it's wrong. And then you can't get the numbers the right way. Um, Eli Sherman is now reporting two healthcare facilities so far have allowed. COVID-positive workers to continue treating patients on Rhode Island. So, total reversal of what Governor McKee had said. Total reversal. That also falls under Dr. Scott. I I don't, you know, I I just, this crowd, we, like, like I've been saying, folks, I think, I think we deserve better. I think we could do better. I'd like to, I'd like to, um, I wish we would have someone who was running. Right now, no one happens to be, oh God. Former Lowe's spokesperson, Ride Chief of Staff is with Brit Smiley in the race for mayor. Uh, um, anyone that worked for Lorza, it should be a warning. But I am. Um, as I've said, I wish we had someone who would make priorities to improve the state, not just pander to the political left. It's like Alexander Ocasio-Cortez is setting the agenda for the state. It, it, it's like Mayor Alorza is setting the agenda for the state. There's nothing truly to benefit of the dry January challenge. Give up alcohol for the month of January. I thought it was called, what are they calling it? Dry January? I thought they used to call it a juiceless January. Um, I I don't, um, this is ridiculous. All right, I want to hear, this is Good Morning America talking about the uh, January 6th situation. They, they won't give this up. That day, and members of the committee, as you know, are saying that the evidence shows this didn't just happen. Yes, it did. Just days before the anniversary of the January 6th riot, after six months of gathering evidence, the leader of the committee investigating the insurrection says the attack was likely a coordinated effort. It could be 
people in the executive branch, could be people in the Department of Defense, uh, uh, some state characters, uh, some nonprofits, and some very wealthy individuals. And the top Republican on the committee, Congresswoman Liz Cheney, says former President Donald Trump ignored pleas to tell his supporters to retreat. We have first-hand testimony uh, that his daughter Ivanka uh, went in at least twice uh, to ask him to please stop this violence. Trump also disregarded texts from his eldest son, Donald Trump Jr., and urgent calls from Republican leader Kevin McCarthy demanding he calm the crowd. The Republican Party has to make a choice. We can either be loyal to our Constitution or loyal to Donald Trump, but we cannot be both. Congresswoman Cheney also suggests the committee could even consider recommending criminal penalties for the former president. He could have told them to stand down. He could have told them to go home, uh, and he failed to do so. Legal experts have warned the panel that criminally referring a former president, especially in a Congress controlled by Democrats, could set a dangerous precedent for the next time Republicans take over. George? Well, that's going to be coming soon since everyone is, in fact, uh, predicting that. Let me just go to the latest on the uh, air travel. Air travel, uh, the, the Biden administration does not have it under control. It's going to be packed with headaches. This morning, with 2.5 million people expected to fly home today, the travel nightmare is far from over. I just want to get home. Rebooking is over here. More than 5,000 cancellations this weekend from coast to coast. That's the most since the mass cancellations began Christmas Eve. As long as I'm not spending a night here, I'm good. A double whammy of severe weather across the country and staffing shortages from the pandemic leading to this unprecedented travel... It was real shaky leaving Greenville coming out here. I'm just like exhausted. Crystal Seffel and her family were flying from Minnesota to the Cayman Islands, but they got stuck in Tampa. All in all, we were in the Tampa airport probably between four and a half and five hours. Overnight, finally reaching their destination. It delayed our trip for 24 hours, but... We barely got onto our flight. When you look at delays, more than 14,000 between Saturday and Sunday, leaving passengers stranded. This man telling our Elwin Lopez that he spent more than seven hours trying to catch a flight. Everything is delayed. I showed you all of my cancellations I've been dealing with all morning long. And calling the airlines may be just as frustrating. Oh, fun. <laughs> Forget about it. And more than 1,700 flights have already been canceled in America today, about 600 delays. And some airlines, they're reaching out to passengers to offer compensation for all of this hassle. But no doubt about it, you may have to reach out to them yourself to demand that wrong. Uh, when you heard a guy said, forget about it, it's so difficult to do that. But with so many cancellations, what can people do, Gio? So look, you really have to act fast, Robin, and you saw right there how hard it is to reach some airlines on the phone. So make sure you have that airline app on your phone ready to go or use the website to make any of those last minute changes. You may also want to consider buying a second fully refundable ticket. That way you have a backup if anything happens with your flight. Uh, but you then could go ahead and just get a full refund if you just don't need that flight, Robin. That's what you said. Fully refundable. You know, this, um, folks, again, and all this time, good afternoon, folks. It's one thirty-nine, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I do want to say Happy New Year to one and all. Remember, you can listen at the website, DePietro.com. Happy New Year from Brothers Disposal. Call Roland today for an estimate, 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother Roland. Now offering weekly trash collection service but brother's disposal roll off dumpsters a purple dumpster in your driveway or business to get rid of unwanted belongings maybe you're doing a uh, small household construction project called brother's disposal today and they'll deliver it to you 401-688-0517 folks check out the website depetro.com and don't forget depetro.com which is brought to you by tavolo Wine bar in Tuscan Grill, authentic, innovative Italian cuisine, big city food and ambiance without the big city price tag. Three locations, Providence, right there on Federal Hill, Atwells Avenue, Smithfield, right near Bryant, and then also in Warwick, Tavolo, which is right on Post Road across from the airport. Uh, Happy New Year to all of their uh, regular and new and current uh, clients. And clientele, I should say, at Tavolo, T-A-V-O-L-O, Wine Bar in Tuscan Grill. So 
folks, the big story remains number one in this new year. Now, this is going to be, um, this is a big year, though. On the national front, the Biden administration need to try to turn things around because they are absolutely failing. And inflation is bad. And it seemingly is getting worse. Now the price of meat is going up. He is not up to it. But they need to try to turn things around. That's number one. Number two, COVID obviously continues to be a big drain. It is. And both the states and the government are just not prepared with all the tests. But the good news is, I am telling you right now, I think this is going to be a little bit tricky this month. The month of January then I think things will settle down and I think we're going to be okay. I think this will start to become seasonal and uh, there'll be more tests. There will be, you'll get your COVID shot, much like you get a flu shot. Uh, People that don't want to get it, right now there are people that don't get a flu shot and they don't get it. So there, there will be that. But now, folks, close to home, obviously, it's a big, in Massachusetts, there's going to be a new governor. This is Governor Baker's final year. In Rhode Island, we'll see who the governor is going to be. I want to remind people, Governor McKee has not been elected to anything yet. He's he's filling out the term of Governor Raimondo. He's filling out her term, finishing her term, I should say. But he hasn't been elected anything. And that primary will be in September. And I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what the answer is. I don't. People are asking me what's the, I, I don't know what the answer is. Right now, there's no Republican running. And the crowd that is out there on the other side is, I, I mean, there's Governor McKee, which everyone seemingly is more and more disappointed in. And Governor McKee, you know, he, he, he at the very least, he won't be able to say that he didn't get a chance. He's had an incredible opportunity. But it just, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. He, um, he, uh, he, the situation right now with Governor McKee is it, it, it can't be ignored that right now the testing is a mess. And I know he can blame the head of the Department of Health, but I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know. Understand why Dr. Scott is still there. Um, and he. Um, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. And in the McKee people, he he's really scrambling now. The hospital situation is very, very serious. Um, his lieutenant governor has COVID. Lieutenant Governor Matos, our lieutenant governor, I guess, but chosen by. Thank you very much. Folks, Steve Gil, everyone, Steve and uh, Gilmore Furniture wants to wish everyone a happy new year. But I, I'm not hearing anyone that's... You know, the Seth Magazine of General Treasurer, he should not be the governor. There's, there's my friend Anthony. Anthony Manfredi, Happy New Year. He didn't go to the uh, royal wedding either. Thousands, thousands were there at the royal wedding. Um, I don't, uh, I, I, I just don't, all right, Seth Magazine, there's no way I would ever vote for Seth Magazine. Now, I'm going to stick with my prediction. Now, Someone to watch. See, the progressives aren't afraid to cheat. So you can't rule out Matt Brown. Matt Brown is a socialist. Matt Brown might be the solution because I believe then, then the people may rise up to, because he would completely bottom out the state. And one of two things would happen. Either everyone would exit, there'd be a mass exodus, or people would rise up and once in a while there'd be a huge correction. But I'm going to stick with right now, folks, good afternoon at 145. It's Monday, January 3rd. You know, I just um, a moment ago had to write. It's the first time I've written 2022. 
It is odd, 2022. But um, I'm going to stick with my prediction. The one to watch is Nelly Gorbea, the Secretary of State. Because I'm going to stay with my prediction that after this, they're going to make a new law, uh, order, new provision, I don't know, article or something. But there's going to be a change that I predict. Now, it's way early still, but I believe that they will make a change and say from now on, no one who is running for governor can run the election. No one who is running for governor because, see, she's also betting on the fact she is a Latina. She's a woman. She's a Latino. And she's betting that the Democrat Party will not want to risk they don't want to people will won't want to risk alienating the latino community by challenging the fact that she wins the election that's what i and and i come back to is she qualified to lead no nelly gobea has she, is she have a lot of money raising a lot of money no has she had significant uh accomplishments no does she have great name recognition no why would she run for governor? Because she's got the voting list. She's got the voting list. Folks, I don't know. When you think about it, all of the decisions that they're making, the Democrats now, in running for governor, they all revolve around trying to pander for votes and appease people who live in the poorest parts of the state. They try to appease the people that live in CF, Central Falls, one mile blanking long, and Oneyville, Manton Avenue. I mean, it makes no sense to me that these people have all the power. You know, I remember 20 years ago, it didn't make sense to me that Pawtucket had all the power. Just because, you know, the Lynches were from Pawtucket and John Harwood was from Pawtucket. And it was like, you know, what, what is this? Pawtucket's like running the state. Now, it's all about... And you wonder why that is. I'll explain. It's all about winning the Democrat primary with the Latino vote. That is the whole thing. And the, the biggest, you know, the biggest populations of Latino voters, both legal and illegal, are in Providence and Central Falls. Mostly Providence, but, you know, they must be doing polling to show that, that somehow that the, if you want to get elected, the way to do it is to win Central Falls. So that's got to be part of it, because I just saw during the one o'clock news that one of the television reporters put they're opening another testing site in Central Falls. You would think it's the capital of the state. Most people have never been there. Um, I recognize it borders, you know, Cumberland and Pawtucket and so forth. But it's um, you know how during the presidential elections, like Tim Russert many years ago said, Florida, Florida, Florida. He said that right before 2000, and then it was the battle of Florida between Bush and Gore. So somehow, they must be looking at that Central Falls is going to decide the primary. That's the only thing I can think of. Other than that, I'm not saying they should be treated unfairly. But what I, I for the life of me, don't understand is everything seems to focus on giving things to Central Falls. What happened to all the masks they had? We gave them to all the people in Central Falls. What happened to all the free? They had 100,000 test kits. What happened to all those? Oh, we gave them all out to the people in Central. It's got to be something like that. If that's not the case, then I don't know what is happening with all of this. Um. Now, this is interesting. According to the New York Post, UK nurse reportedly covers, recovers from COVID coma after receiving Viagra. But it's a female. I, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, now people with a cold are told to self-isolate. So now if you get a common cold, you're supposed to self-isolate. You know what I like is this new mayor of New York City, Eric Adams. This guy's a player. We don't have anyone like this. 
He's a former police officer. He um, he is all for law and order, and he doesn't apologize for it. Boy, it'd be refreshing to have someone like that. AOC's excommunication director says Biden is old as blank and deeply unpopular. Yeah, we know that. Everybody's aware of that, I believe. I love this. New York City Mayor Eric Adams insists the city schools remain open. They're the safest place for children to be. Now, that's a leader. That's a leader. You'd never get a lawyer to say something like that. He was on yesterday, this week, with Stephanopoulos. And I think he rode his bike there. I like this guy a lot. I want to, um, let me just find, this is the new mayor of New York. And what I'm saying is, we need someone like that. We don't have anyone like this. Let me hear. This is him yesterday with Stephanopoulos talking about crime in New York. Your number one challenge during the campaign, your number one message during the campaign was to get crime under control. That was your number one promise. 500 murders in New York City in the last year. And the challenge you faced was pretty apparent on your first day. What, you had to make a 911 call from the subway over a fight. You had to pay a visit to a police officer who was shot. That's the personal touch. What's the plan? Oh, we have a good plan. We have a good police commissioner. She's in now doing a real analysis to have the right balance because the balance is not just heavy-handed policing. It's public safety and justice. What we do uh, long-term and what we do right now, we're going to go after gangs. We're going to take down some of the large gangs in our city. Whenever you see a shooting takes place, take place, look at the next line, gang-related. We're going to zero in on gangs. We're going to reinstitute a plainclothes anti-gun unit wow. and zero in on those guns. The other uh, uh, Two days ago, we took seven guns off the street in the Bronx with an amazing team of officers there. And so we're going to refocus on those who are carrying guns and violent crimes in our city and turn around this city. It's going to be a safe place. I say all the time, the prerequisite to prosperity is public safety and justice. Wow. The city's going to be safe. I want to hear that again. I want to hear, can we replay that? This is the new mayor of New York. He's the polar opposite of Jorge Elorca. Your number one challenge during the campaign, your number one message during the campaign was to get crime under control. That was your number one promise. 500 murders in New York City in the last year. And the challenge you faced was pretty apparent on your first day. What, you had to make a 911 call from the subway over a fight. You had to pay a visit to a police officer who was shot. That's the personal touch. What's the plan? Oh, we have a good plan. We have a good police commissioner. She's in now doing a real analysis to have the right balance because the balance is not just heavy-handed policing. It's public safety and justice. What we do uh, long-term and what we do right now, we're going to go after gangs. We're going to take down some of the large gangs in our city. Whenever you see a shooting takes place, take place look at the next line, gang-related. We're going to zero in on gangs. We're going to reinstitute a plainclothes anti-gun unit and zero in on those guns. The other uh, uh, Two days ago, we took seven guns off the street in the Bronx with an amazing team of officers there. And so we're going to refocus on those who are carrying guns and violent crimes in our city and turn around this city. It's going to be a safe place. Can you imagine someone? There's, there's no one running for mayor of Providence like this. Uh, that's the mayor of New York. That makes too much sense. He's going to be a very popular mayor of New York. He's going to be a very, very popular mayor of New York City. There's no one. That's Eric Adams, former police officer, now New York City's new mayor. This guy could be president someday. Folks, we don't have anyone close to that. Not even close to that. Everything appeals. It's the progressive left. Everything is geared towards the progressive left. And I, I don't understand it. Um... I, I don't understand other than I, I do get it because it's all about the Democrat primary. And that's sad because the regular voter right now doesn't fall into the mix. Nope. Doesn't even come into play. Don't even care. It's not your imagination. They don't care what you think. They don't care. And... You know, Governor McKee, there's a lot going on. Maybe maybe someone could, like, put out a new tweet 
Our team's looking forward to continue to work, build a stronger, more resilient state. Yeah, when you start doing I like this. Wish you and your family a safe and happy new year. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that doesn't apply to everybody. Governor McKee, we need to do more for the panhandlers. We need to do more for the homeless. We need to do more for the illegals. We need to do more for the illegals who panhandle and are homeless. We need to put more testing in Central Falls. What happened to equity, Dr. Scott? Governor McKee, forget Christmas, get your booster. There's a message that resonates. Ugh. God, it's the same blanking message. I don't know what the answer is. Right now, we don't have one. Right now, some of the, and that's a fair question, by the way. It's a fair question to say, all right, so if you want to criticize Governor McKee, then who, who are you supporting? I'm, I'm actually not. Um, I, I'm not supporting anyone at the moment, but... I, I just, they, they are just having too much of a problem tripping over themselves. Um, but that mayor, new mayor in New York, no, folks, nothing matters if you don't feel safe. Nothing matters if you don't feel safe. And the fact that many of these teachers unions won't let the kids back in the school is just a joke. Children should be in school. In the Biden administration, um, uh, goodness, these people, they, um, they, their whole focus is this Thursday, the anniversary of January 6th. That's like the, um, that that's the whole focal point of this entire week is to, again, continue the message that, that President Trump is wrong, right? That's, that's really like their entire focus right now. So folks, tomorrow, right now, good afternoon, it's one fifty-eight. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Coming up um, at 2 o'clock will be the 2 o'clock news and then the John Dion program. So testing with COVID remains a problem. We are now in 2022. I don't know when. Sometime over the next few months will be the first Democrat gubernatorial debate. I I am not, we'll see. He could still maybe pull it off, but I Governor McKee is not exactly blowing off anyone's doors, to put it mildly. Um, and I repeat, I would like to see someone that makes you a priority. I'd like to see someone that wants to improve life for you, for your family, for your business. We need to stop all these third world priorities which is all dictated by the progressive left. You keep following them, they go nowhere. Let's do something for children. Let's do something for families. Let's do something so we don't lose another Olivia, the little 17-year-old that lost her life. Folks, it's John DePietro. Happy New Year. We're back tomorrow at 11. we do Facebook Live later. WNRI, one socket. WNRI.